On today's podcast, we hear from a partner at a GP surgery. And this partner is not a GP. That's right, we hear from Emma Winterburn, who is an advanced nurse practitioner and also a partner in a GP surgery. And we hear about her incredibly varied career and how this led to her becoming a partner and what she thinks the advantages of having non-GP partners are. Now, if you are a GP partner or an advanced nurse practitioner partner or a pharmacist partner or a practice manager partner, then you need to check out the Medics Money New to GP Partnership course. This is our flagship program, which teaches new partners everything that they need to know and do in order to run a thriving and happy GP partnership. Emma gives her unfiltered opinion on how the course is going so far but if you're interested in joining the next cohort our third cohort starts on June the 22nd and places are filling up extremely fast so if you're interested go to medicsmoney.co.uk forward slash GP course and hopefully we'll see you on our next course. The Medics Money podcast helps doctors, dentists and other professionals make better financial decisions. Hosted by myself, Dr Tommy Perkins, a GP. And by me, Dr Ed Cantelow, a GP but also a chartered accountant and chartered tax advisor. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute any form of advice and tax allowances and rates are subject to change. So on today's Medics Money podcast, I'm delighted to welcome Emma Winterburn, who is an advanced nurse practitioner. Hi, Emma. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Well, more than welcome. We're delighted to have you. It's been difficult to fit in amongst our busy schedules, but we got there in the end. So you are an advanced nurse practitioner partner in a GP surgery, which some people might not have heard of or even be aware is possible. So could you just give us a rundown of your career so far and how you became a partner in a GP surgery? Yes, sure. Okay. So I've been qualified nurse for 22 years, spent the first five or six years on wards doing various different areas, but then I had a particular interest in public health. So I moved into working in sexual health and I did a master's in public health and kind of developed from there a bit of education and then moved to drugs and alcohol, police custody. And then I did my nurse practitioner training and decided that I wanted to really broaden my prescribing experience and back to being more of a general nurse. So I moved into being a community matron, which was invaluable because you learn to de-prescribe before you even think about prescribing. So I think it's perfect role to be in. And I worked with a fantastic geriatrician and really experienced frailty doctors. And then my next step to go to primary care, because I'd done quite a lot of different areas of nursing, it all kind of came together. It's, as you know, it's one of those jobs that you suddenly think, ah, yes, I know that because I worked in that field or I worked in that field. And it's just that that variety is what's so appealing. And I've been at Royal Manor Health Centre on Portland for four years now and we work with a fantastic team. We've got a high number of nurse practitioners at our surgery just because like a number of surgeries, the number of GPs was reducing and they were really innovative quite early on and started to develop their own advanced nurse practitioners. And we've moved from there. We have five advanced nurse practitioners. We have two trainees that we're taking through the whole course working with us, which is going really well. I'm the team lead of them and of our practice nurse lead. And we have a really strong supportive environment and our nurses work at a really high level. So they see all acute or chronic or complex patients. They do all their prescribing, all their referrals, do process all their letters, do all of their blood filing. So 
And they're working at a very high level. But with that, we have a really supportive team of GPs. So we get really good supervision. It's very open access to any support advice. And that's why it works. I think quite often nurse practitioners can be put in primary care and they're views to do some of the lower level stuff. They're sort of given the stuff that some of the GPs aren't that keen on doing, but it's the complete opposite where we are. We're really encouraged to develop and all of our backgrounds are used leading on certain areas and we sort of developed quite a lot there. So that's where I work now. Wow, such a wide and varied career. Was it always your plan to do something like be a partner or is it just something that you just followed your interests? You know, you said you were public health, then working in custody and how did it pan out? Was it a plan or did you just go with what came your way? There wasn't really a plan, no. And primary care wasn't a plan either. I, I think it was things just came up and I fell into them and then fell in love with primary care. But I also have always been quite ambitious. And I think one of the things about working in primary care is if you are ambitious, there's certain routes you can go down. I know some nurses are going on the consultant routes. They like to have their sort of specialist areas. But I think it's an opportunity for progression for senior nurses in primary care. Yeah, definitely. And I think what you said about how you support your nurses, how you're training your own nurse practitioners in-house, how your colleagues are really supportive and all work together and being approachable, working as a team. I think that's some really great tips for GPs listening to this on how to develop your workforce. Because yeah, at our practice, we've invested heavily in staff training. So we have two advanced nurse practitioners and a paramedic practitioner, and most of them were trained from in-house, which is great to be able to support people through that so I think there were some really good tips there on how you've made it work for you so that's how you came to be a nurse practitioner or advanced nurse practitioner but now you're a partner so how did you become a partner and was there any kind of barriers to becoming a partner that you experienced so it it had been mentioned over the last couple of years and then One of the partners came and spoke to me about it, along with our business manager, and just planted the idea that it's something to think about. I think one of the biggest barriers was having no idea how that worked and how I went about it. So what we did, myself and the business manager, who we know we work very well together and we kind of sit on either side and our brains meet in the middle. So we knew we were a good team. We approached the CCG who were fantastic and they put us in touch with the practice who had a practice manager, an AMP and a doctor, all from the same practice who were all partners. And that was probably the most helpful, best thing we could have been given because they were fantastic. They spent so much time talking to us, telling us about the challenges they had, very different practice and they were a part of a big merger, but really, really useful. And they also offered to come and after we'd kind of presented this to our partners, they came and offered to talk to them as well to answer any questions that they might have, any questions or concerns. So then we put a pitch together, myself and the business manager presented it to them. I love it. And there's just there's so much collaboration and support going on in the GP community. Mm-hmm. You know, being a GP right now is pretty tough, but to just hearing of that other practice helping you out and supporting you through that, I love that. So you put this pitch together. What did it say in the pitch? You know, what was your pitch? Because you're breaking new ground here, really, aren't you? So, yeah, what did you say in your pitch? So we did a general kind of look about what our vision was for where the practice 
was going and what we wanted to achieve. And then we broke it down into the key skills and value that we would each bring to the practice. So the business manager was obviously very much a business brain, which in my opinion, every partnership should have somebody on like that because it's always a bit that's missing, isn't it? You know, you have these brilliant clinical brains, but actually applying the business model is the bit that's hard work for all of us. And from my perspective, I think that obviously I'm already a team lead. I already work very closely with the partners, but I really wanted to get across the value that a nurse can bring to a partnership in the sense of being a voice for all of the nursing team, really giving a different perspective on some of the decisions that were being made, particularly when I think I had a lot of varied experience in my background. So the community experience I had has been invaluable and just trying to emphasize what I could bring linking in with the community, representing the nurses and just giving them a different perspective on some of the areas that they were discussing and trying to move forward. I love it. And obviously the pitch worked and you are now a advanced nurse practitioner partner, which is great. So how's it going? What is good about being a partner? It's it's been an uphill learning curve which you know I think we all thrive on don't we so that's been really positive but there has been a huge amount to learn and it's a real insight into understanding about the whole practice and just the breadth of things that you do need to understand but it's been really positive my nurse practitioner team are like I said really really experienced and I did have to negotiate that thinking about how are they going to take my changing role but they couldn't have been more supportive which I am really lucky for that and so I think they've taken it in a really positive light the staff have taken it really positively I think because I am on the ground I am doing the kind of day-to-day work and I have good relationships with all of the different teams in the practice so yeah I think it's going really well I think that I'm asking lots of questions, which I hope isn't too annoying them, but I'm just sort of really concentrating on trying to bring as much value as I can and working very hard in trying to do that. Yeah, I love it. And I think your diverse skill set is an attribute to any practice. I'm not surprised that they took you on as a partner. So those are good things. But being a GP or in fact working anywhere in the NHS right now is in my 14 year experience as hard as it's ever been. Is there any negatives about being a partner or things which you didn't expect? I think, first of all, I think it's probably the same with any partner realizing just how much there is you can do and trying to not do everything at once because it's impossible despite wanting to trying to break that down a little bit once again same as any partner it's about negotiating personalities within the partnership and that takes work we all have different approaches to things and like you said it is very new definitely within our practice to have non-gp partners so that's taken some time and lots of talking and sort of introducing a few areas to improve the communication between the partnership. But I think it's very positive. Also, I represent our practice and our PCN and I'm a board member for our federation, which that's one of the key things I wanted to do because we don't have nurse practitioner representation on our PCN. And I really wanted to make sure that was strengthened there because we have such a big body of nurse practitioners working in the area. So that's been really, really a positive part. And also, I think it's something that will develop over time and hopefully we'll have more non-GP represented there. I think that you definitely will see that over time, which is great. 
So you are on our new to GP partnership course, which aims to teach you everything that you need to know to run the business. Because as doctors, we get hardly any or no teaching on how to run a business. And then someone gives us the keys to the GP surgery and says, off you go run a business. And I imagine it's the same for you as well. So how is our course going for you? So I did quite a lot of research before joining your course because I really want to spend the new to partnership money well. And there's a lot of courses out there. But I think the reason I went for your course was because it felt much more personable. And I'd been listening to all of your podcasts and I just felt that it felt very real opposed to a business brand delivering it. It just felt much more personable. So I emailed you quite a lot of questions beforehand. And I know I'm the only nurse practitioner that's a new partner that's joined you so far. No anymore. Oh, good. Oh, that's fantastic. So I'm pleased about that. And I, I didn't see that as negative. I felt that as a real positive. That actually, it's good for the other partners to see that we're part of that. So I'm really pleased that, you know, non-GPs are seeing the value in the role. So how's it going? So it's been invaluable to me. I am learning so much and I am repeating the videos over and over again, going over the workbooks and taking it back and asking all the questions that you're raising. And yeah, we're only what three months in I think I am so pleased that I've joined it and it is really really making a difference to my understanding of being a partner yeah and you know me and Ed just find that so rewarding because you know my own transition to partner was made so much easier by hanging around with people like the experts on the course yes. and so we just tried to replicate that for as many people as we can and just to hear that how useful it's being helping our colleagues it's just so rewarding for me and Ed and yeah we, we do keep it pretty real and there's not much corporateness about it but because we are just like you GP partners so yeah I think that helps one thing as well a lot of people worry about that they can't come to the live teaching sessions but you've never made a live teaching session because no. of your workload commitments but that's working all right for you Yes. Yeah. yeah, it absolutely is. And I like to have the time so I can sit and I can just watch an hour if I want to, because it's quite a lot to take in. And so breaking it down like that works quite well for me. Yeah, definitely. And as much as I would love to go for a, a nice training day a 10 times a year to a hotel in London, I'm a partner. I know that that's not realistic. Absolutely. And that's why we chose to deliver the course online. So I'm really glad that it works for you. And yes, we have another ANP and a pharmacist joining us, which is really exciting Excellent. because I think what you said was really interesting that the reason why I was super keen to get you on the course and emailed you loads about it is because you do have a different perspective from us. And mm. I think that is really, really important for us. I think you add so much to the course because of all your experience, but also that different perspective. So we are super happy to have you on the course and I'm glad it's useful for you. And yeah, you're only on the third session, so you got mm. another nine months to go and I hope that it continues to be useful for you. So I didn't wanna ask this question, but I know that lots of partners will want to ask this question. And then you said you were happy to talk about it. So when you join the partnership, what's the financials look like? Are you straight parity or what do you want to say about that? Because I know that everyone will be wanting to ask that. And I'm interested in, you know, how you negotiated that. Okay, so yes, I mean, like I said to you, I was very happy to talk about it because it was one of the questions that came up on the course. And it is about negotiation. You know, it is a business. So it's important that people know that. And I think for a current GP thinking about somebody joining who's a non-GP, it's really important that you view it from the perspective that you're not 
thinking about just somebody's qualification. You're actually thinking about what value they're going to bring to your partnership. Of course, we are, everybody is still hoping and keeping fingers crossed that we will get more GPs and primary care needs all of these different roles to work as a team and to provide the care that we do. But actually, once you start to explore what other professions can bring to that partnership, it kind of removes that discussion of being quite so important. Because I think you go in thinking, well, obviously, GPs are all 100% parity. That's what happens. And that's how you're going to get them at the moment, because it's really hard to encourage GPs to join. But actually, when you start discussing about value, that's when you have to be able to consider what you're willing to pay somebody and what value they bring. And if that's something that you do like you already do with some GPs and work up to parity, I think that's reasonable. So you can explore what that role can bring. But I think it's something that you have to kind of come from a different angle and look at the value they're bringing and how they're going to enhance. And I think that's particularly important for a practice manager or business manager, because it's really hard to get your head around how to pay somebody who's bringing that in. But when you look at the fact that what you're running is a financial you know, business, then you realise just how valuable they are in that team. Does yeah. that answer your question? I can say it's not helpful to give you numbers or percentages. I think, though, it's just about really trying to break out of that medical viewpoint and think about it from a different angle. Absolutely. Like you said, GP practice is a business. So our business is to provide the best clinical care that we can for our patients. But the hard facts of the matter are, is that if our business doesn't function and gets into debt, you, me, partners are personally liable for that debt. And so the business side of things is vital to enable you to sustain all those services for your patients. And so, yeah, neglecting the business side of things is not wise. And I think if people other than GPs, of course, people other than GPs can run a GP practice. It seems ludicrous to think that for so many years, it was thought that if you were a GP partner, you could run the practice. And that was that it was kind of accepted. And I think things are changing so fast. I've only been a partner for years. And in that time, so much has changed, including things like this. And I think you're at the forefront of this. I think you're going to see more and more of this because for the right person, it just makes perfect sense. There's so much that non-GPs can bring to the team for all the reasons you mentioned. So I love it. It's interesting. I did management leadership course as part of uh, masters and I think we all do it we all know areas that we're not great at and quite often you can kind of criticize yourself for that and he was amazing and he talked about you know who needs to be on my team the people that need to be on my team are the people that have strengths in the areas that I don't and I think when you look at it like that as a GP partner that's when you can start to think oh okay (laughs) how it all fits yeah exactly and no one can do everything not even GP partners so I just think this is the future and I really appreciate you coming on taking the time on your day off today to do this because I really hope that other non-GPs are listening to this and thinking it could inspire them to become a partner and take a more central role in the practice because I think your story is really inspirational the way that you've shaped and sculpted your career through all those different twists and turns so if any of your ANP colleagues or paramedic colleagues or practice manager colleagues are listening to this what one bit of advice would you give them to help to do what you did basically so i think going back to 
how fortunate I was, get in touch with other people that have already done it. Like I say, I will be ever grateful to the team that did that. And like I say, they did come to our partners meeting and answer all the questions that the GPs had. And it's okay to not know about it and, you know, put yourself out there and ask. And our CCG was really, really supportive in giving us that information. Yeah. And and making sure you get on courses like yours, because it's business bit that you, you need to get under your belt to really be able to understand things. Yeah, definitely. We get plenty of clinical training, but almost no business training. And for the reasons that we mentioned, the business side of things is really important. All right. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Emma. It was really great to catch up with you. And I really look forward to seeing you on the next session of the Medics Money New to GP Partnership course. Thank you. Thanks very much. Take care.